Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Bears Talk Underground is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online knows you might not be able to get out to a game this year, but you can still get in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head on over to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. <laughs> Holy running game, Batman. The Bears have won two in a row, and they did it with the thing that we've all been asking, begging, pleading, demanding that they do for the last several weeks. They ran the football, and they ran it a lot. Good gravy. And the Bears, <laughs> David Montgomery got more carries than, than anyone could have demanded for him to get, and he still ran the ball like a beast. I mean, who would have thought that was possible? I mean, here he is all season long. He got 12 carries a game, and that was supposed to be enough. Well, today he got three times more than that, and he got the yardage uh, to prove it. And the Bears walked away with their second victory in a row, a very critical win and a division win on the road against the Minnesota Vikings and an uptick in the level of opponent. I mean, they beat up on the Texans. You know, they had a good offensive showing against the uh, Lions. The offense woke up a little bit against Green Bay. So we're, we're trending up, and we got the uh, Jaguars, who <laughs> lost all incentive to win a football game today when the Jets won. So now the Jaguars are back in the Trevor Lawrence uh, sweepstakes. But uh, nonetheless... This is the week 15, bear up and bear down, and uh, we got some game balls. I do have one bear down to give, believe it or not. There is one that I got to give out there, so we'll get that one out of the way. So what do you say we go ahead and get these awards done and, uh, you know, move on to the deep dive preview tomorrow. It's the week 15 bear up, bear down episode of the Bear Stock Underground, so let's get to it. You know, I wondered, uh, with all of my optimism about our chances going into the game on Sunday, and, and honestly, the the handful of uh, podcasts that I listened to uh, on Friday all spoke of the Bears favorably, uh, and I think everyone that I listened to picked the Bears to win this weekend as well, which, of course, the more that started to happen, the more I had anxiety about how this game might actually turn out, but uh, thankfully... The Bears uh, made us or rewarded us for our optimism with a 33 to 27 victory over the Vikings this uh, today on Sunday. Uh, you know, up in Minnesota, where we traditionally do not win a lot of football games, but we might have to stop saying that soon because we've won three in a row up in Minnesota uh, under varying circumstances. Uh, and the Vikings, uh, you know, I think the the Vikings are one in three against the Bears uh, in U.S. Bank Stadium because. I think 2017 was the first year that place was open. So, uh, you know, where it was a uh, 
a temple of doom back in the day. It's uh, not so much uh, these days uh, in the uh, in the new place. So I kind of like the new place. It, not only is it gorgeous, but it's uh, it's a safe haven for the Bears uh, lately. They win some football games up there. What's going on, everybody? The Week 15 Bear Up and Bear Down episode of the Bears Talk Underground. Uh, as I stated in the open, I do have one bear down uh, to give out. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I mean, I, I'm kind of disappointed in the defense and the way that they played, um, you know, made things a little more interesting uh, than we needed to uh, in this one. But, um, you know, overall, um, there were a lot of good things that the defense did. So it was more like a, uh, more like it was a wash. You know, they 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 weren't great. They had their moments, but they had some bad moments. Kind of balanced it, kind of balanced it out. I mean, we we do single out some guys for some bear ups, but um, uh, nobody overall. Like I don't, I I you know, I was tempted to give Pagano a bear down because the defense gave up twenty seven points. You know, um, uh, Dalvin Cook over one hundred thirty yards rushing. He had eighty yards at halftime and. Uh, and things like that, but it was it was like it was it it just wasn't enough for uh, Minnesota to win. And the Bears had the lead, and the offense kept adding to the point total, just kept you know piling on the 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 points. So I mean, it was it was frustrating that the defense was uh, you know keeping Minnesota in the game uh, at times. But um, God bless the offense, man. They kept answering and, and adding those points uh, back onto the board. David Montgomery. Uh, was a beast uh, today and um, you know it was the kind of game we've wanted to see from Montgomery uh, and it was out of necessity actually and I'll talk about that here uh, in a moment but my one bear down let's go ahead and and uh, you know get it out of the way believe it or not I gave it to Mitch Trubisky and I did it for the one throw that he made that I'm, I, I listened to the post-game press conferences. I know it's a throw he wished he could have back, but um, those are the throws that got him benched. Those are the throws that had people in Chicago begging for him to get benched, begging that he never wear a bear uniform again uh, and all that kind of stuff. It was in the, what, fourth quarter? Um, we're up 30 to 20 uh, at the time. Uh, we're in. We're deep in the red zone. I think we were actually inside the ten yard line. And on third and goal, um, it, and it was like it, just overall, it looked like a play where everything that could go wrong did go wrong on the play, except for maybe the uh, the offensive line holding up because I don't think Mitch was under pressure when he made the throw. Um, but it's it's third and goal. We're inside the five yard line. Um, I'm pretty sure we were inside the five. And, of course, we got five wide receivers spread out. I mean, why would we do that? You know, why wouldn't we do that when we've got a running back who's been pounding it down uh, Minnesota's throats all afternoon? Let's go five wide uh, on this one. And the receivers on the left side, uh, I don't know if there were three on the on the right, on the the left side or if it was just the two, but two of Mitch's choices on the left side were J.P. Holtz and uh, Allen Robinson. And I, I couldn't tell if the like the actual throw itself was meant for Robinson or if he was actually trying to get J.P. Holtz in the corner. Um, and even listening to the press conference after the game, I'm not completely sure that uh, that Mitch mentioned he did. All he said was that the throw got away from him. So that leads me to believe that he was going for uh, Robinson. But more um, it, it, despite the fact the throw got away from him was a throw he shouldn't have made. 
He should have just pitched it through the back of the end zone, taken the chip shot, field goal, and added to the point total there. But instead, he tried to squeeze one in there. It got picked off, so the Bears get turned away with nothing, and Minnesota took that all the way back for a touchdown to make it 30-27. to 27. I mean, it was, a, it was a pass that could have killed us. It was a pass that could have killed us. But thankfully, uh, after the, after the uh, Vikings scored that touchdown, he brought it right back down. We put another touch, uh, field goal uh, on the board, make it 33-27. to 20. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seven, and that's kind of, that was ended up being uh, the final score, but that's a throw right there. That's a throw he can't make again. That's not one, even if you say, quote, unquote, it got away from you. Those are the ones that you let that one get away from you. Let it go sailing through the back of the end zone because there nobody was open uh, in the end zone. He should have just thrown it away uh, with the way that play was going. Just throw it away and you know let uh, let the kicker who's been automatic uh, since about week two uh, let him put one through the uprights. Let's pad our lead uh, and and continue on uh, in the football game here. So I mean it was just uh, it was unnecessary. Uh, and it was a mistake, but it was a huge mistake at a key point in the game. It was one of those plays that could have turned momentum for good. Thankfully, uh, Mitch and the offense were able to come back after the defense allowed a touchdown drive and add more points to the uh, to the total that forced Minnesota's hand that they had to score a touchdown uh, on their final drive, which they fortunately were not able to do. But uh, that throw right there cannot be – we can't make that at any point in the game, let alone in a situation like that. So i got to put them on the bear down list for that. However, starting with the bear ups, let's go with Mitch Trubisky. He was very good again today. Uh, and But thanks to David Montgomery and the way he was running the football, we didn't lean on Mitch as much today. Uh, 15 of 21 for just over 200 yards. He had a touchdown. Uh, a nice play on his part to Darnell Mooney earlier uh, in the fir- in the football game, our second drive of the game, the touchdown to uh, uh, to Mooney, and um, you know good read, and he floated it right over the defender's hands and uh, right into Mooney's uh, arms, and uh, he runs it in for a touchdown uh, from there. But again, making good throws downfield. Aside from that one throw in the end zone, making really good decisions with the football I mean it was just like when it was so heartbreaking when he threw that interception not because we came away with nothing but it was just like he was doing so well and then he did one of those things that we all dread 
that he might do. You know, he went ahead and he made that mistake. And it's just like, oh, boy, you know, it's this isn't a situation where you need to force it. We have a 10 point lead. You know, we're up 30 to 20 right now. You don't need to be forcing those throws. You have to be, you know, situational awareness is just as important as the other awarenesses you need to have uh, in the game. You know, not only do you have to have field awareness about where you are and all that kind of stuff, you also need to realize what the situation is. We are up two scores. You add to the total. You take the easy points. You don't try to squeeze it in there. It's like I get the be aggressive mentality, but at the same time, you also have to be smart. And that was not a smart throw. So that's why he got the, the only bear down of the list that I could see uh, in this football game for that particular. And it's more like a slap on the wrist, you know, like I smack his hand kind of bear down. Not so much a, you know, you know, may you burn in hell forever kind of bear down. The ones that I was giving out to Rashad Coward. So, no, this is more of a slap on the hand, you know, shake the finger at Mitch kind of uh, uh, bear down. And then, like I said, bear up to Mitch. Uh, for his performance running this offense he's been doing very very uh well uh with it you know he looks like a different guy uh with the with the way that they're running the football and the way that he's running the offense and and uh making it work so i mean like i'm I'm looking forward to uh what we have i'm you know and it's as and and i'm not looking past the jaguars but i'm really looking forward to see what he's going to do in it with another shot against green bay it's like this a small part of me a small small part of me wants the Packers to be playing for something even if it's just to keep the Bears out of the playoffs you know because I would like to you know maybe just for the first half of the game have Green Bay send out their best and see how Mitch does this time around I would I would really like to see it so you know who knows we may not have anything to lose we may go into that last game still needing help because the Cardinals won again today so we're still on the outside looking in um, of the playoffs we're at 500 but we're still a game back of the Cardinals so we're still we're not in yet. We're still playing to uh, earn our way in. But um, you know, but he's been doing a good job, and uh, you know, I'm I'm proud of the bounce back. I mean, we were all hoping that the threat of Nick Foles and uh, him, you know, having a real threat to lose the job would be enough to snap him out of you know this the mental funk that he had you know last year and in this year. Because like I said, the, the the reason that I really wanted there to be a quarterback competition coming into this season was that I, I just felt like you know number one taking the job from Glenn in his rookie year in 2017 and then 2018 and 2019 Chase Daniel was never a real option to take his job I mean we weren't going to win more games with Chase than we were uh, with Mitch that just was never going to happen so there was never really a threat of Mitch not being the number one guy and I was hoping that bringing in a guy like Foles with his resume uh, and everything I really thought that that would be the shot in the arm that Mitch needed and from the sounds of things like in training camp and uh, you know or at least that's what Nagy was telling us anyway that Mitch did look like a changed guy he did look you know more confident and blah 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 blah, blah. and then he comes out looking like 2019 Mitch for the first three games of the season until he gets benched Foles comes in you know and what happens happens and you know the rest of it is is history and, and then now he comes back and in the Green Bay game, he's kind of forced into duty because Foles is is hurting everything. But even in a losing effort, uh, aside from those th- those silly throws that he made that got picked off, you know, Mitch played well against uh, Green Bay. 
Looked even better the following week against Detroit. Looked outstanding last week against Houston. Looked good again today. So, you know, he's making the most of this second chance. Whether he's trying to buy himself another year in Chicago or if he's auditioning for the other 31 teams, we've got a motivated Mitch Trubisky out there right now, which is what we all wanted uh, in the first place. So this is what we needed from him, and he's delivering. So good for him. Uh, Bear up, Mitch Trubisky. The Bears Talk Underground is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online knows you might not be able to get out to a game this year, but you can still get in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head on over to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair. To take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses, Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Support for the Bearstock Underground is also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and helping two million men all over the world get rid of the hair on their balls. If you let yourself go in 2020 while in quarantine, Manscaped is here for you to reboot and stay clean and shaved in 2021. Uh, Manscaped is here to give you a fresh start in 2021 with their Perfect Package 3.0 that has all the right tools for the job. Come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to the Lawnmower 3.0. This waterproof and skin-safe trimmer will reduce nicks to your two best friends. The third-generation trimmer even has a light to give you the glow-up you need in 2021. It's also time to freshen up down there this new year. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And for the on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. 2020 was awful, so make sure your boys are refreshed and ready for new beginnings in 2021. Manscaped even threw in the uh, in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. Speaking of comfort, the Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs are also included and are hands down the best underwear you'll ever wear. A guy with hairy balls is like the year 2020. Don't be that guy. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Make Santa proud. Your balls will thank you. And with that, let's get back to the show. Uh, Bear up to Darnell Mooney. I just love this kid. He's not racking up huge numbers uh, or anything like that, but he seems to make something happen every time. Uh, he touches the ball. He, he caught it, you know, the, the, the one touchdown that Mitch threw, uh, you know, the nice little touch pass floater. He goes and runs that in. Uh, he caught a, you know, a short pass out in the flat uh, from Mitch. And instead of, you know, like running out of bounds or avoiding contact, he actually, uh, you know, he ducked under the defender and then almost got a first down running down the sideline. Uh, there, I just love this kid's tenacity. I love his heart, and you know, quote, being the quote unquote smallest guy on the field doesn't bother him at all. Five eleven, hundred seventy six pounds, uh, soaking wet with rocks in his pockets. He's still going to go out there and give his uh, his whole effort, and he, he makes some good catches. And, and I just love the way that he plays the game, and uh, he played well again uh, today. Uh, bear up, Bilal Nichols. You know, I, I you know I love this guy's motor and the way that he plays. 
uh, on the defensive side of the ball. He got a sack, uh, I believe. He either got a full sack or he got a half a sack that he shared with Khalil Mack or something like that today. But nonetheless, uh, he was part of the disruption with uh, three more sacks added to our total against uh, Kirk Cousins today. Uh, bear up Allen Robinson made some really nice catch that 124 yarder that led to the first touchdown that he made in the first quarter outstanding you know makes the catch gets the foot down drags the other one behind him and everything like that uh, I believe uh, uh, Mike Zimmer tried to challenge that one and came up short because uh, Robinson made good uh, on the catch a great job there uh, bear up Khalil Mack disruptive all day long added another sack to his uh, total uh, today, just uh, just getting after it, man. It's it's uh, it's great to see, uh, seeing Khalil Mack uh, do what he does. Uh, bear up, Robert Quinn. Whoever thought that I would have said that got his first sack today since his first snap as a bear against the Giants, week number two. A strip sack on Daniel Jones. Well, he got another strip sack today uh, on Kirk Cousins. It only took him 13 weeks uh, to to get his hands uh, uh, on another quarterback, and he was also in. Uh, on some other pressures uh, in the football game as well. So Robert Quinn, uh, I mean, during the week, actually, when a you know, story slash rumor uh, broke about uh, Robert Quinn having an issue with drop foot, which means that he's not getting any push uh, off of uh, one of his feet. Basically, he's, half his foot uh, isn't working. Sometimes it's a, um, a nerve condition that can happen with uh, – with with leg injuries and, and such and, and you know Robert Quinn started the season nursing an ankle injury from last year so uh, there's been talk of that may have been the issue with with Robert Quinn and his lack of explosion and not looking at all like the guy that got 10 and a half sacks for the Cowboys last week of course the Bears and Matt Nagy are kind of denying that but it's it explains a lot it really really does and in the week that that story comes out all of a sudden Robert Quinn is finding his way to the quarterback on a consistent basis. Quinn was getting back there. I mean, the Bears did a great job of pressuring, uh, you know, of uh, pressuring uh, Kirk Cousins, um, but also this, they had the same issue with Cousins that they did with Deshaun Watson, which is kind of shocking. That um, you know, the the pocket w- that was surrounding Cousins was also kept opening up for if, you know for the quarterbacks to squirm out uh, and get extra yardage and and sometimes get first downs. Uh, and things like that. So, I mean, I guess it's part of the byproduct of, of you know, collapsing the pocket on the quarterback is that it will fall apart. And, uh, you know, we're not uh, keeping our lane integrity uh, with our rushers and stuff because if the pocket is collapsing, it's supposed to be getting smaller around them and not opening up in the middle. And uh, maybe that's something we need to uh, work on uh, going forward. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, Bilal Nichols, Akeem Hicks, all getting after it today. Bear up uh, Akeem Hicks uh, as well. He played very, very well uh, today as well. Uh, bear up uh, Roquan Smith. The guy's just everywhere, you know, and and I, I just love watching him do what he does. He almost popped one loose on on Justin Jefferson uh, today, catching him from behind. Um, bear up Cairo Santos. You know, if not for a lack of trying, Chris Myers, the, the play-by-play announcer for today's game, uh, did his damnedest to jinx the hell out of Cairo Santos. I mean, I know, uh, you know, anybody who's that even going to, the, the slightest superstition 
uh, about these kind of things. You just or just if you just happen to notice that it always seems to happen that whenever an announcer likes to mention how long it's been since so and so has missed a kick or how many he's made in a row or the la- or the date of his last missed kick was blah 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 or it was actually 1 year ago today since this guy's missed a kick and then watch him put in another zip code from where the uprights are you know cr- not for lack of trying cuz Chris Myers really played it up every time the bears lined up for any kind of kick a touch or an extra point uh, a field goal or anything like that Chris Myers made mention that Cairo Santos is on a streak, and a couple of times he even popped it off how many kicks it's been before the snap of the football, which of course just makes your butthole want to pucker up because you just know that one of these times uh, it's going to be like, well, he's made 27 in a row, and this is one for the NFL record. Oh, look at that. He doinked it off the uprights. Oh, what a what a break for the Bears. Uh, Cairo Santos, too bad. Uh, missed the extra point or he missed a field goal that could have won the Bears the game snapping his 27 field goal streak that's just tragic well it's your fault dickhead you wouldn't stop talking about it until he screwed it up so bear down Chris Myers you suck man but uh bear up Cairo Santos not letting him break you that's awesome (laughs) it's 22 kicks in a row by the way uh bear up and gotta give this to the offensive line they were outstanding today um, you know, I don't think Mitch got sacked today, or maybe there was one. But, uh, you know, Mitch was pretty much untouched throughout the game. Uh, Montgomery had 132 yards, 42 yards rushing. And the touchdown run in the third quarter uh, is the stuff that makes um, that uh, makes offensive line enthusiasts such as myself I was aroused after I watched that play. It was outstanding. Um, If you watch, go back and watch that play. It was a 14-yard touchdown run uh, by David Montgomery. Watch Cody Whitehair on that play. He gets into his into his guy, gets underneath like his uh, his armpit, and shoves the guy to the ground. um, While uh, Mustafa and Alex Bars also wall off their guy creating an outstanding hole for uh, David Montgomery to plow his way through having so much momentum by the time that he ran into somebody in the second going on to third level all they were doing was allowing David to carry him into the carry them into the end zone I mean it was the stuff that uh, yeah that's that's uh, those are the kind of plays I mean the block that Whitehair put on that guy good god that guy's got a family dude that's not even that's not nice it's Christmas I mean how could you do that to him during the Christmas season? That's just that's just terrible. Just terrible. But really, really awesome at the same time. Uh, outstanding job uh, from the offensive line uh, today. Let's see. Who else? Uh, I, I got to do it. Nagy and Laser. Bear up to those guys. You know, whoever's responsible. You, you know, you kind of wonder if uh, is Laser really calling the plays? I mean, we're seeing the difference in the offense. So logic would say yes, but... The fact that Nagy's always looking at that card, um, you know, he wasn't carrying one in the Minnesota game the first time around when Laser was calling plays. He was just kind of walking around with his arms folded and, you know, had his headset on, so you know he's in communication. But the last couple of weeks you've been seeing him carrying around his offense card uh, as well. So it, it wonders, you know, makes you wonder. Maybe that there's he's just, you know, collaborating or keeping track of the plays or, or whatever. But uh, nonetheless they stuck with the running game 
They stuck with it. The 42 carries total for the game, like for with Patterson, Trubisky, everybody, 42 carries today. Even Mooney uh, had a really fun jet sweep that, that didn't look like it was coming from a mile away. It was really great to see. Uh, you know, it was an effective play that f- fooled the defense, and Mooney got like 11 yards on the one carry uh, and everything. But, uh, you know, stuck with the running game. And I was like, I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, they pulled it off uh, today. And then finally, I, I was saving him for last, but um, I, I wasn't ignoring him. But uh, he's also our MVB. How could he not be? David Montgomery, 32 carries, 32 carries, 142 yards, and two touchdowns today. Just savage, you know. And the funny thing is, it was out of necessity, I think, that um, – uh, that uh, Montgomery ended up with that many carries because at one point during the game, uh, I don't I don't remember if it was on a return or if it was on a run, but um, Patterson's got the football, he's running, he gets tackled, they go out of bounds, and when he's getting up, you see him kind of bending his knee, you know, bending his leg, and in you know like he did something to it, like maybe he tweaked something or, or something like that. He still returned kicks for the rest of the game, but we didn't see him in the backfield. After that, it was the David Montgomery show after that. And honestly, after seeing the way that it worked, seeing how effective it was, seeing how the offensive line uh, performed, I, why would you go away from it? Honestly, why would you? You know, Montgomery did it. He did it on his own. I know that we're going to want another back in there for a change of pace guy. That's We got Ryan Nall, so we have another running back. Let him get a few carries. I don't mind. But as far as... The bulk of the carries, 25 carries, 20, 25 carries a game, that's got to be what we do from now on uh, with David Montgomery. That's just, we got to do that. So I, I hope to see and I demand that we see another 20-plus carry performance out of Montgomery next week uh, against the Jaguars, and I sure as hell want to see it week 17 when we pound it down Green Bay's throat to try to play our way into the uh, playoffs and so because we're on the track now we're seven and seven we got the Jaguars coming up and like I said the Jaguars just lost all incentive to win another football game because the Jets out of nowhere beat the Rams the Rams they beat the Rams today so now I think by by way of strength of schedule the Jaguars now own the number one pick so like they own that tiebreaker over the uh over the Jets so if the Jaguars lose the next two games and they're one in 15 they get Trevor Lawrence instead of the Jets because the Jets one day decided they didn't want to be 0-16 and they wanted to win a game against the team they had no business beating uh, in the Rams so go figure on what the hell happened out there today it's the any given Sunday uh, principle uh, they and they proved that one 100 percent uh, today but uh you know, the Jaguars have no incentive whatsoever to win next Sunday against the Bears. I'm hoping that we take full advantage of that, and I'm hoping that we see the Jaguars play like that. I really do, uh, so that they can just keep on losing and, and you know, f- fall ass backwards into uh, Trevor Lawrence by winning the first game of the season and then losing the rest of them. Wouldn't that be something? But uh, And then we got Week 17 against the Packers, and like I said, We'll see what, if anything, the Packers are playing for. The Saints lost today, and the Packers won yesterday on Saturday, so their lead is for the top spot. I think 
I think the Saints are 10 and 4. Green Bay's 11 and 3. So they have a game lead and the tiebreaker over New Orleans. So essentially, Green Bay's got a two game lead with two to play uh, over the Saints. And I don't think the Saints are. I don't think the Saints have an easy schedule these next two games. I know one of them, week 17, is at least a division game. Uh, they're playing, uh, I think, Tampa Bay. Or did they play? No, they played Tampa Bay again. So they got another division game coming up. It's Carolina. That's who they're playing. But, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. If Green Bay's playing for anything or if, you know, Aaron Rodgers just wants to stick it to Chicago one more time and, and you know, put, play, put their best out there to keep us out of the playoffs, we'll see. But, um, you know, we, we, we got to treat next game, next week's game with respect because we saw what happened to the Rams today, you know, <laughs> losing to the 0-13 uh, Jets. Um, and it's funny, like I've been seeing tweets all day, you know, even when the Jets win, they lose because, you know, now they're out of the they're out of the number one spot. Trevor Lawrence, that that's not their guy anymore. So um, anyway, but, uh, you know, back to it, Montgomery. He, you know just outstanding with the way that he was running uh today he's he's been a new man ever since we came back from the bye ever since he came back from the concussion because remember when we played minnesota five weeks ago he didn't play in that game and then he had the bye week off and he was ready to go against the packers you know and and had that big run early on the 57 yard run and that's kind of where he's been since then you know the offensive line has been playing better he's been running with more confidence and, you know, like I said, running on a different gear. We've been seeing that since the green or the Detroit game uh, and everything. And I've been pounding the table since we drafted this kid to run the ball more with him, give him more chances because he just seemed like that one back that he was going to hit. Eventually, he's going to hit. Eventually, he's going to hit. That's more like Jordan Howard, actually. Montgomery, all he needs is a ray of sunshine. You know, all he needs is a ray of sunshine, and he's been getting a lot of sunshine with this offensive line, and he's been running like a savage for us. 142 yards and two touchdowns today. 32 carries, and he still averaged 4.6 yards a carry. So, you know, that I mean, if that isn't evidence that we need to make David Montgomery the center focal point of our offense going forward, I don't know what is. You know, it's like, but we've been staring logic in the face with this coaching staff all year long and they've almost kind of been like browbeaten into actually doing the things that we and I mean when I say we I mean everybody from fan bases to talking heads to experts to ex-players and everything all have been clamoring for the same thing they're finally giving it to us and look how beautiful it's working look how beautiful it's working so uh it's it should be the David Montgomery show until there's no more football in 2020 so um, until the season is over, Montgomery should be our bell cow, plain and simple. And, uh, you know, 32 carries today. I said, and I know a lot of it was out of necessity, but to be honest with you, Montgomery was up in the teens already at that point. So he was already, you know, like on a season high. I think his season high was like 18, 19 carries for the season, and he was at that midway through the third quarter, I think, before Patterson uh, had that little injury scare. So... You know, the fact that we got another 14 carries out of him, you know, in the second half there uh, was really, really encouraging. And, uh, you know, he was getting it done. You know, I just love the way that he's been running the ball. And I'm very happy to see uh, that he's making the most of it. So anyway, I think it's going to do it, guys. Uh, Quick and clean. And uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, Come on back tomorrow for the deep dive review. We got our knee jerk reactions 
uh, and more. And uh, we'll get ready for uh, for Week 16 with the Jaguars. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be interested to talk to our Jaguars uh, guest uh, to uh, to see what he has to say about uh, this weekend's game. You know, is he in is he in my mode where we're thinking, you know, I, I want my team out there. I want to see him play to win and blah, blah, blah. Or is he like, uh, yeah, dude, we're we're one in thirteen. Uh, we we're, we're 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 bear fans this weekend. You guys need to win this game. So go out there and get it. Uh, you know, we want uh, we want Trevor Lawrence. So uh, do us a favor and uh, make it hurt. You know, just go ahead and break the scoreboard on us. So you know, looking forward to it. And but like I said, the Bears need to treat this game with all uh, sincerity, and um, they have to attack this one. Because uh, it's got trap game written all over it, you know. Looking forward to Week 17 and the Packers and being at home and trying to play in. We got to beat Jag. We got to beat Jacksonville if we want to have that all important matchup in Week 17. So um, we got to beat Jacksonville. So we have to take this one seriously, even though we all want to look ahead uh, to Green Bay and that game meaning something. In order for that to mean something, we got to beat Green. We got to beat Jacksonville first. So. Come on back tomorrow. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get the book closed uh, on week 15. Talk some more about this win. Get into a little bit more greater detail. And until then, my name is Larry D. And this has been the Bears Talk Underground.